Hello, folks. It's your old buddy, Robert Berry, and welcome to Retro Crush, the podcast episode 110. What a great year it's been so far. This first uh, 11 days of 2007 may be the best uh, 11 days of January I have spent this year. So uh, it's certainly one for the record books. We've got a really fun feature for you today. Uh, on our 110th uh, anniversary podcast, uh, on the website we had done a poll, kind of informal, kind of, kind of unscientific, of what was your favorite 80s band. You know, and some times passed, you know, over 20 years since most of the 80s, and now looking back on it, you know, which 80s pop bands stuck out the most? Maybe they stand the test of time. You like them a lot now. And, um, you know, which was your favorite? So we put about, uh, over 20 different obvious choices on there. And, and we stuck with pop music. So I didn't go for the rock, so you're not gonna have your, your Clash or your Van Halen or, or Journey for that matter. And, uh, you know, we didn't put rap in there and, uh, some other things or country. Because for God's sake, 80s country, you know, that's like listening to a toilet flush nonstop with sequins floating in the air. But, uh, no, we, we, uh, stuck with pop music. And, uh, you know, I ain't trying to judge. I just put the poll out there and, and you guys voted. We had, uh, many thousands of votes and, and the, these are the results. So I thought I would, uh, rank them in order of, resu- of results, uh, the top 15. Uh, and these change a little bit because I'm leaving the, 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 the poll up there. Uh, so you can still vote and influence the outcome. But as of the time of this recording, uh, these are the results. So we got 15 to go through. Let, let's not waste much time, shall we? Uh, in number 15, we've got Adam and the Ants. Or Adam Ant, if you must. Uh, Adam and the Ants was a, a very fun group from the 80s. And, uh, you know, he revived his career a couple times. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm partial to his, uh, and the Ants era, particularly because he had wonderful songs like this, uh, Stand and Deliver. That was a cool video because, you know, he's this dandy highwayman and he robs this couple in a stagecoach and, like, this powdered wig dude's, like, giving Adam Ant his money. Like, oh, fuck you, Adam Ant. You take my money. But then, like, the lady's like, I'm getting robbed by Adam Ant. You know, if only uh, we were all had as much uh, skill as Adam Ant, you know, the world might be a happier place. I think uh, last I heard Adam Ant went nuts in some bar and got committed to some insane asylum or something like that. By, by the way, there's a, an episode of Northern Exposure with Adam Ant on it where uh, character Ed Chigliak uh, helps him film a video up there. A lot, lot of fun. Uh, pretty pretty decent movie, uh, uh, TV show, as uh, shows with Adam Ant in them go. Well, at, uh, at number 14, we have the Bengals. They are so cute and adorable. And Susanna Hobbs, you gotta love her. You, you have to, or else stop listening to this podcast. But uh, yeah, I, I've, you know, she's one of those those girls I've had a crush on. Well, I wasn't too fan of the uh, much of a fan of the other Bengals. 
Uh, they weren't quite as easy on the eyes. Uh, it was almost like they, they had, like, you know, won a bet, so they got in the band. What well, was sort of my opinion on the other Bengals there. But, uh, you know, I like a lot of their songs. Don't like Walk Like an Egyptian. I hate that song. It's one of those songs that makes my skin crawl. But I like Hero Takes a Fall, Manic Monday, which was written by Prince. And, um, this is one of my favorites. It's a ballad. I admit, I'm a, I'm a lover at heart. And, uh, the ballads get to me. And, uh, this is, uh, the part of, uh, Eternal Flame from the Bangles that I love the most. Almost just taste the magic with that that song clip. Uh, so I'm talking about there. At number thirteen, we have um, the woman that maybe single-handedly spawned the whole Hot Topic store chain, um, Susie from Susie and the Banshees. Uh, you know, when Susie uh, first uh, appeared, uh, sales of uh, white cake makeup and black eyeliner went through the roof. I mean, she may have done more for uh, makeup sales than uh, someone else who did a lot of things for makeup sales ever did. That's that's for sure. Uh, here's one of her most well-known songs, a clip from Cities in Dust. Is uh, She sings about the apocalypse in a playfully gothic way. like a lot of what she's done there. She's got a, a really cool album with a bunch of cover songs. She does a great cover of uh, Iggy Pop's The Passenger that I totally dig. I, I didn't like that uh, Peekaboo song she did. Uh, it was kind of weird. Yeah, but, you know. Uh, number uh, 12, we've got The Go-Go's is our number 12 favorite pop band. is chosen by Retro Crush Readers. And um, here, here's one of my fave uh, songs there, Head Over Heels. It was from their third album, Talk Show, uh, one of their last albums they did before they kind of disappeared uh, for a while. I actually saw them in concert about four years ago at the California State Fair, and they totally kicked ass. Uh, great musicianship. I, I always thought they were uh, superior to the Bengals in that regard. And uh, Jane Weedland, great guitarist, very fun personality. Uh, Belinda Carlisle, just a you know perfect pop singer, girl, vocal voice there, and a lot of good songs uh, as well. So if they ever you know happen to regroup and tour in your area, you'll do yourself a favor and check them out. Uh, this is their song "Head Over Heels," and uh, the video also featured a young Rob Lowe straight off of St. Elmo's Fire. Head over
Yeah, they, they like I said, they, they were really uh, great with the music. And this other part of Head Over Heels, where they just kick in with the piano, was uh, one of my favorite song parts, actually. If if your feet weren't tapping while you heard that, I don't think you're human. I think you're some sort of uh, Irish person or something. I don't know what. Uh, I'm just using that as my generic racist comment because I'm Irish myself. See? It's kind of like when, you know, Jewish people call each other Jews. Or when uh, maybe a, a black person goes, what's up, my nigga? You know, you can't do that when you're not from that culture, but when you're Irish like me, you can say, What's up, you shamrock-sucking, paddy-wagon-riding, job-taking, vote-standing-in-lining, not-taking-a-bath-potato-eating leprechaun boy? You know, you could say that when you're Irish, but you know, if you were black and you said that, they'd be like, Oh, no, you didn't, but, you know, oh y- yes, I did. So uh, next up, we've got uh, New Order. Really fun group. I saw, you believe this, how about this for an 80s concert for you? Uh, back in 88, I believe, I saw at the Greek Theater in Berkeley uh, a concert that was New Order, Echo and the Bunnymen, and Gene Loves Jezebel. They were the opening act, but uh, man, that was, that was sure a great night in so many ways. Great concert and great music and great people to hang around with. It was kind of like food, folks, and fun, all all rolled up into one. And this is one of one of the better uh, New Order songs I really enjoy. It's Perfect Kiss. You know, I know, and you know, that we could live in a land of fun, so what's the point of, of waiting anymore, you know? Uh, next up, we've got, at number 10, we're at the top 10 now, um, Annie Lennox in, in, in the Arrhythmics with Dave Stewart. Probably one of the best uh, male-female duos of all time, and easily, you know, I don't care if you got something against uh, artificial redheads or not, but... Annie Lennox, gotta be one of the greatest female vocalists of our time. You know, maybe next to, uh, you know, Britney Spears, perhaps. I don't know. But, uh, Annie Lennox is great, and, uh, this is one of my favorite Eurythmic songs. Here Comes the Rain Again.
Wow, powerful lyrics too. Yeah, that's, that's what I liked about the Eurythmics. Is I mean, you got awesome, awesome, kick-ass music from Dave Stewart. You know, don't ester- underestimate him. Great vocals from Annie Lennox, but the lyrics were were just you know really great. It wasn't just empty, stupid pop stuff. You know, really, really good stuff. I, I, uh, I'd, I'd like to see them in concert again someday. Someday, maybe I will. At number nine, we've got. Uh, NXS, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of some of their later work, I'll admit. Um, you know, I, I think they sort of settled on uh, like a formula that worked well for them and just didn't seem to try so hard. And obviously, very tragic ending for uh, Michael Hutchins there. Um, and, and count me in, in the, among those people that think that that new version of NXS with a new lead singer is just a complete, you know, abortion in every way. But uh, their first few albums, uh, just really great stuff. Uh, and, uh, what, you know, from the Listen Like Thieves album, I really enjoyed uh, this song, What You Need. Don't you know it's not easy when you got to walk on that Yeah, and in contrast with the the Eurythmics that we talked about, I think that was one of uh, the things where where NXS had some trouble with, is is their lyrics uh, in the songs later on, it was just pretty much like, you know, baby, baby, I love you kind of stuff. And it really really wasn't a lot to some of their later uh, works there. But uh, anyway, good stuff. People like them still. Number nine, NXS. Number eight, uh, we have Tears for Fears. Now, Tears for Fears... uh, I think they recently got back together again a couple years ago to do some new stuff. But um, dramatically underrated group from the 80s. I don't think people give them the credit they deserve. I mean, they had that first album, uh, The Hurting, with Change and uh, Mad World and, and some, some other great songs on there, very synth-heavy. But songs from the big chair, you know, probably one of the, the top-selling uh, 80s albums uh, of them all. Uh, you know, from both the U.S. and U.K., just just great. Has a lot of fun stuff. You got your shout. Everybody wants to rule the world. Head over heels. And um, yeah, this is a song I like. This was actually the first so- uh, song that was released in England uh, off of this record. It was not released as a single until much later in America. But it was uh, Mother's Talk. Some of us are Good stuff, for show. Uh, next up, we have Depeche Mode, which in French actually means uh, douchebag. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, not actually it means fast fashion, but just about the same thing. And um, n- another group uh, that's had its ups and downs, but uh, you know, I think they're they're, they're still uh, doing some stuff. I, I believe. I know uh, the lead singer was at one point, but uh, they're kind of due for a reunion tour. I think. Maybe I'm wrong, and they've already done it. I think a little bit of research before I did this podcast would have helped me uh, out, but that's for schmucks. Uh, 
Uh, here's a, my favorite song of theirs, Never Let Me Down Again. And uh, I remember a particularly cool episode of 21 Jump Street where Johnny Depp was trying to go undercover and bust these thrill seekers and they were playing this song while he was standing uh, on two different cars as they were driving. Pretty pretty dramatic stuff there. But that wasn't the song. Here it is. Hope in there because I think he is going to let you down again. At number six, we have the most depressing group of our time. The Smiths is headed by Morrissey. There's another great, you know, group people would love to see come together again. You know, Morrissey does some good solo stuff, but you know that guitar of Johnny Marr, an essential ingredient there uh, for for uh, for Morrissey to really uh, show his stuff, and uh, certainly one of the uh, most well-known Smith songs and loved by men and women and children alike is How Soon Is Now. There's this group, I forgot their name, but uh, they did sort of a cover of that song. Um, it was called Hippie Chick, and they used that cool song with it. But it was awful, awful, awful. Which is why when I heard the Russian group Tattoo, those two hot lesbian chicks that have a group there uh, were doing a cover of How Soon Is Now. I thought, oh, God, this could be just like that. But it's actually pretty good. Here's a chunk of that that I think you might like. You shut your mouth. How can you see? I go back in the wrong way. We're at uh, the top five now. Who could they be? Did did we already like piss you off by listing somebody you figured should be in the top five? A uh, little lower. Really sorry. It's not my goal to get you mad. You know, it's my goal to make you glad. Gladder than a sandwich bag, gladder than a a frog in a bowl full of uh, flies, gladder than um, uh, a fat kid in a um, a giant ball pit full of gumballs and marshmallow uh, pudding. I want to make you gladder than that, and, I, and I'm hoping I'm I'm doing that. You know, I want to reach out and make you glad. I want to make it, reach out and make you happy. Um, don't worry at all, because uh, I think you're gonna be happy. At least I hope so. And at number five, we've got 
The B-52s, another group I saw a couple years ago at the California State Fair. They're, God, there's a while the State Forward's like showing like the Bengals, the B-52s. They played, uh, Pat Benatar was there, uh, uh, like I said, the Go-Go's. I mean, it was just like all these great, like, bands from the 80s were just coming out of the woodwork and playing at the fair. But now it's like, you know, we get Sinbad, Carrot Top, and, um, some American Idol fuckhead, you know, it's just, it's nobody that you really want to see. Um, it's like, it's almost like they're trying to pander to people to like, you know, oh, these people are popular. Let, let's book them. What kind of crazy thinking is that? But yeah, the B-52s were a lot of, a lot of great fun. And, and, uh, Fred Schneider is just great. Probably one of the most unique male vocalists. Uh, it's almost like he's auctioning stuff off while he's singing. And, uh, here is, uh, one of their most well-known hits, uh, Rock Lobster. <laughs> We were at a party And here love fell in the game Someone reached in and grabbed it What a rock lobster Rock lobster? Indeed. Number four, we've got Duran Duran. People were definitely talking about them like they were the next Beatles in the 80s there. They certainly had tons of hits, as uh, they say on the street there. And uh, one of my favorites was uh, their album. Uh, favorite album of theirs was Rio. Not a big uh, Seven and the Ragged Tiger fan, that's for sure. But uh, Rio, which had the song Rio, and that beautiful Patrick Nagel uh, girl artwork on the cover there. Her name is Rio and she dances on the sand Just like that river twisting through a dusty land And when she shines she really shows you all she can Oh Rio, Rio, dance across the Rio Well, we're down uh, to, the, to, to the final three, and it's getting a little brainier as we get up the list here because our number three most uh, popular 80s pop group is determined by Retro Crush readers, the Fine Boys at Devo. And uh, here's, here's one of my favorite little uh, songs of theirs. Not released as a single, but from their uh, really cool Oh No, It's Devo album. It's Time Out for Fun. <laughs> Take time out for fun. That's you know, you know, all work and no play will make you type up a bunch of stuff on a piece of paper like a jillion times. You don't want that happening. Not good for your marriage. 
Uh, neither is podcasting when you should be spending time with your wife. That's a good uh, good tip for you out there. And um, number two, well, oh gosh, number two, we've got the Talking Heads. Um, another group, David Byrne. Come on, hook up with those folks again. You know, quit jacking us around with that uh, solo nonsense. Nobody, nobody likes that stuff. They only buy David Burns solo records because they hope he'll like them and maybe invite him over for like some some tea or something. But you know, you're just throwing the CD away. You're buying the CD in a vain attempt to get to meet David Byrne. You're not buying it because you enjoy it, but you did buy the Talking Head stuff because it was great. I mean, you'd even buy the Tom Tom Club records because you thought those were great. You know, which was uh, the Talking Heads without David Byrne. They're okay. See, that's that's the that's the equation here that's puzzled the universe. Talking Heads are great. Talking Heads without David Byrne as Tom Club Club are great. But David Byrne without the Talking Heads, not so great. Um, if you unlock that and go to the speed of light, uh, you'll go back in time. Tip from me to you. And uh, here's uh, one of their first uh, hits, uh, Once in a Lifetime. As it ever was. Well, here we are at our number one most favorite '80s pop group from the '80s. And you know, so I didn't, I didn't put individuals on here. We did say group, you know, so you didn't get your uh, Pat Benatar. And I will say that in retrospect, maybe there should have been a place for the Cars on here. Certainly, a, a very fun '80s group. There can't deny. Uh, the power of Rick Ocasek. And if, if there's anybody that's been missing off this list uh, that you wish we would have uh, had on here, uh, by, by all means, email me, rbarry at retrocrush.com, or damn it, call the Retro Crush hotline. Nobody calls that these days. It's 916-231-9480. You know, that, that, that phone number costs me like 12 bucks a year, and I feel like I'm just throwing... Tw- I, I might as well be wiping my ass with that $12 for all the good it's been doing me. So uh let's 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 make it good here folks. You know. So I'd rather keep wiping it with toilet paper, not my own money. So let's 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 uh you know that's the in- inconvenient truth that Al Gore would like you to know about. Let's let's not give in to the global warming uh fate. Um I've no idea what I was just talking about there. But uh Anyway, our number one most popular group is determined by Retro Crush readers, not determined by ESPN readers, because frankly, it would probably be like Insane Clown Posse or something like that. No, it's by Retro Crush readers, and it is The Cure. Yes, The Cure with Robert Smith. Um, you know, they, they have stood the test of time. Uh, they're a little bit shocking, a little bit different, but a lot of fun. And uh, that that was just so great about them. I mean, you could be depressed and listen to The Cure, but they still were fun. You know, some of their stuff kind of verged on show tunes, even. In fact, uh, The Love Cats, great video, by the way. We'll try to link it up on our site. Uh, but you just can't help but love the world hearing a song like this. We move 
stopped there whoops well anyway uh thanks uh for tuning in uh i think we're gonna do uh the the best 80s rock bands next so be thinking about that you know maybe it's striper maybe maybe who knows who's gonna you know it's kind of like uh thunderdome you know except uh maybe 20 bands enter but only 15 bands leave well, I'm going to leave you today, uh, speaking of rock, uh, with a, a little bit of music from Journey. But this may not be Journey music that you heard before, uh, because it's from the Journey arcade game that was released in the 80s. Uh, it was this crazy game, kind of like Tron in a way, where basically uh, you uh, got to be the different members of Journey, and you had great tasks like, you know, Steve Perry had to go through some microphone microphones of death to try to get to this little spot and uh, when they won uh they would afford enough money to give him a nose job it was a pretty pretty cool game and uh so here's uh here is the music from journey the arcade game thanks so much for listening to retro crush the podcast love to hear from you email me rbarry at retrocrush.com visit our myspace page at uh retrocrush.com slash i'm sorry myspace.com slash Retro Crush. And of course, our website, it's always good. It's always cool. And our, our message boards, if you'd like to talk to other Retro Crush fans, uh, but would like the uh, anonymity of the internet to make you look cooler than you really are in real life, it's a good place to be. And, um, you know, of course, the Retro Crush hotline, 916 231 9480. Here is some lovely music from Journey, the arcade game. 